What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. Good morning, JFW. How you guys doing this morning? It's a little slow this morning, Jam. Hump day, man. It's just, yeah. it's just like, it's a tough day so far, as, you know? Man. I wouldn't say slower the words. <laughs> I was going to say there's a lot going on today. Yeah, well, far far from slow, just painful. S- it seems yeah. to be stacked up. How's that? Yeah. Well, I'm feeling great, so that's all that matters. I need more than ankle-high boots this morning. <laughs> Maybe the Pledge of Allegiance will make you feel better, brother I hope Dave. so. Okay. Hit uh, it. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is our opinion. <laughs> you know, you know what? I was, I was going to surprise you guys here because you asked if there was anything else. So is it truly our expressed opinions, you guys, or are opinions driven by everybody else's opinions? That's deep, Jim. Yeah, that's true. Because you ask, well, how's it going this morning? And Dave's like, he doesn't have high enough boots. You know, there's a <laughs> lot going on, you know, and all of those things are us dealing with everybody else's opinions. Huh. I think all opinions are formed based on the information that person gathers, and they do gather it from other people's opinions mm-hmm. or facts. It could be a, a number of places. Or playing out, make the shit up, Dave. Well, a lot of people do that, too. Yeah. yeah, what you don't know, a lot of people make up. They don't try and search out the facts. <laughs> yeah, you, you, gotta, you, gotta do, you do have to they find don't. the facts, right? The, uh, this is going to be great. <laughs> the proof. <laughs> I'm fact-based, man. Give me the facts. Don't bullshit it. There we go. Yep, the proof. Have I mentioned I love working here? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting dressed this morning, and you know, next thing I know, I have all these JFW things out. I'm like... Hopefully I don't get fired today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Where do you work? In the past. Uh, not anymore, right? <laughs> well, I just know it saved Jesse's job. I'm I like, was just going to say hat. it's, it's I was sure I had my pullover. I'm like, well, uh, Dave White's not going to fire me today. <laughs> <laughs> Got the JFW gear on. Yep. Uh, swagged up. So episode 42 did okay. Not really. It only had 236 downloads. We're at 14.2 thousand total downloads, but the cool thing is, is episode 41 had 501 downloads. Wow. It took two weeks, but 501 is record. We don't have any other podcasts that hit 500. That is outstanding. That's that's a round of applause. Yeah, Linda and uh, Ryan, thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, way yeah. to rock it. Yeah, hey, if you both. guys, if the audience too, if you want to give us some feedback why you guys enjoyed that one so much or or what's going on, just any kind of feedback, just get a hold of Jam and let him know. Right. The question is, was it Linda or Ryan? Yeah, we'll have to have them back individually <laughs> or something and, and well, see how it works. I'm, I'm going, going with the lack of me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wonder though, so was it the podcast before was so great? So that's why everybody... People. Listen, listen, and then they didn't like Linda or Ryan, so then they didn't listen last week. Right. <laughs> you could look at it any way you want. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to know. I wish we had some way to get those met- metrics or whatever, to, to fi- the analytics yeah. to figure it out. So it could have been my catchy title. There was a catchy title for that podcast. 
It's well, maybe a, people wanted to see how you were dressed, too, Jim. I heard you dressed up for that episode, so. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Wednesday, I'm going to have casual. Was that his dad joke, Jim? <laughs> Not to interrupt. <laughs> I'm going to have uh, casual Wednesdays from now on, because Wednesday's a pretty safe day for me to wear nicer clothes because I yeah. do a podcast and probably not going to get dirty that day. <laughs> yeah. So I got a kick out of it. Rick Bowen, our MHC salesman that was, you know, he's been on the podcast before mm-hmm. last Friday he was by and I snickered cause he had on his Hawaiian gear and he said it was Hawaiian day, but only him and the service manager knew that. So <laughs> those were the only two guys in their Hawaiian garb. But Rick, you were, you were looking good, buddy. I liked it. I was impressed. <clears throat> Speaking of Rick Bowen, it's actually not actually about Rick Bowen, but I took Bella uh, to Skate City Friday night, and there was a dude that looked like Rick Bowen skating his ass off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was just so funny to me because it's like the guy was good. Yeah, he looked exactly like Rick. So <laughs> that is funny. I don't even know if Rick knows how to roller skate. <laughs> I just hear Skate City, and I think a whoo. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good time. My daughter loves it. So Oh, I bet. It, it is yeah. fun. Yeah. Are any of you guys uh, organ donors? <laughs> <laughs> I am, yes. yes. Are you? For, for real, I am you? too. Soup? Absolutely. Man, you guys have a lot of guts. I don't guts. know if anybody would want my organs, but I'm, I'm a donor. <laughs> you guys have a lot of guts. <laughs> <laughs> Ba-da-ba. Boom. Oh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, guys, he's already told me. I said my my uh, dad joke is terrible for today, and Jam goes, "What's new?" But you know, well, that's not the joke. So uh, we like to play games around our house and uh, card games and Scrabble and different stuff. And the other day, we left the Scramble game out when we went to to bed, and uh, our dog ate a whole box of the tiles from the Scrabble game, so he rushed him to the vet. No words yet. Uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you just like it because it has dogs. In it. Yeah, sure. I wanted to interrupt him and be like, shocker, a dog did something <laughs> wrong. I thought, and, I thought you'd disengage when you heard dogs. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he had that little bubble above his head, yeah. but nothing in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny well i got an old one and i sure hope i didn't say it last week because i had it on my sheet from last week and i used another one <laughs> that's how prepared well, i am if we're, if we're going for organs we'll pass on your brain then Dave, you yeah. can't, oh, wow. can't remember last week <laughs> no i i know i used another one but i thought i might have mentioned two. Oh, okay anyway what do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhinoceros Ah, oh, that wouldn't be hell if I know, right? Yes, it would. <laughs> Boom. Ah, hell if I know. That's, that's good. Well, I think it's oh. ironic you've got the, the animal thing going there because I just read an article that a turtle was mugged while he was crossing the road. And uh, when the police showed up to ask him what happened, the turtle shakenly replied, I don't know. It all happened so fast. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. I need you guys to fill 60 seconds here for me. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, 60 seconds. We could probably just be quiet and be better than those four dad jokes. <laughs> you say the dad jokes yeah, are yeah. slipping. The audience is going to have to like, oh my God, these guys need so, to pick up their game I, a little bit. So, I'm ready. Wow, so we need a fast of, 60 seconds. We need a moment of silence for <laughs> yeah. the death of the dad jokes. Right. Uh, I mentioned it once before. I was like, maybe we should do fun facts instead. And Brother Dave was like, absolutely not. We're doing dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> No fun for you. <laughs> New drivers. We got Robert Shaw started this week and Cirillo Galvin. Welcome, guys. Yeah, nice. Welcome, welcome aboard. <clears throat> and then celebrations. We got some cool celebrations this week. Danny Mercado told me he had a, uh, what do they call it when they tell you what sex a baby is? Induction? or No. <laughs> a reveal. Oh. They had a reveal. He's having a baby boy in November. So, oh, uh, well, who's isn't somebody having a baby being induced Friday? Friday? Yes, that would be Jaime Calderon Jr. Okay, Jr. Calderon. Okay. Nice. Oh, cool. Sorry, I, I didn't messed know it that. up. But yeah. yeah, congratulations yep. wow. to both of you. Both of those yeah. guys. Yeah. Yep. I can't believe what a thing those reveal parties have become. Right. I, yeah, I'm definitely not this day and age. Huh. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a baby shower, I think only. A reveal shower, I guess. You yeah, know? I just like the surprise. I mean, right? I, don't, I didn't. I didn't want to know either for any of my girls. I knew what mine was going to be. I saw. Her. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of an inside yeah, joke. Yeah, that's almost a dad joke. That was awesome. <laughs> I did see a video. It was a reveal, like the the the. I don't know what some lady's getting in a car with the reveal balloons and her kid pops the balloons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's rough. Yeah. Another big celebration. Rob White is engaged to Tara. He uh, just got back from some time off and he got engaged while he was out. Nice. Awesome. Congratulations, Congratulations Rob. Congratulations, Rob and Tara. Way to, way to no, go to Rob. Tara. I know two ladies that have their names spelled like that. One of them pronounces it Tara, one of them pronounces it Tara. I always think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I asked Rob if it's T E R A H because he said Tara. Uh huh. And I know a girl named Tara. Uh huh. And I thought he said Tara, and then he's like, no, T A R A. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it is Tara, not Tara. It is Tara. See, it just depends yeah. on where you're from. That's a oh, Midwestern pronunciation. Yeah, he said Tara. I don't know. Oh, it's like Kearney, Nebraska? Or Kearney. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Jim lives on Kearney or Street. Pueblo in. Pueblo. <laughs> what about what about no, somebody Buena went Vi- to Cal Pi High down there? <laughs> what about Buena Vista and Buena? Exactly. Uh, I, I Buena Vista. Buen, yeah, whatever yeah. that place. Uh-huh. I just call it BV. Was it Yosemite or Yosemite? Right. T Hone or T John? Oh boy. <laughs> We're not. People are going to sign off, guys. Potato or potato? <laughs> tomato or tomato? Uenta or Wenta? <laughs> Anniversaries. Moving on. We got. Well, I'm from Canada, eh? <laughs> we got uh, Alan Martinez. Do you know he goes by Chili Dog? I did yesterday when I saw the shirt. Yeah. I thought it was Aladdin. He's got a lot of names, but uh, so does the, Wait a minute. Does the shirt say "I go by Chili Dog"? That, <laughs> has Chili Dog right on it. I mean, you can't miss it. Jake Eatman gave him Aladdin, right? What's up, Jake? And then. Uh, he wanted Chili Dog on his shirts this year. So he has a two-year anniversary today. Today. Mm. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Congratulations, Chili Dog. That one went real quick. Gerardo Sanchez, two years tomorrow. Wow. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome, yep. too. Gerardo has a little bit of a history. He came and did some ride-alongs with uh, 
um, Ness. Ness, yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Mm. And then he got his CDL, and he went out and got some some uh, years' experience, and gave us a call as soon as he got got enough. So, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm falling apart here. Oh, 60 seconds of silence again. We got you, Jam. We'll, we'll fill in. <laughs> Chirp. We're trying. We've got to have some. Gerardo's one year. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, yep. man. Gerardo. Sorry, I'll talk man. to you happy, next year, buddy. Yeah, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Save this one for next year. I right. try to get you an extra raise. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. Sorry, buddy. Oh, that's funny. Birthdays. Alex Reza had a birthday on 822. Happy birthday, Alex. Yep. Manny V. August 23rd. Yesterday, yep. Yep. Turned 29. And then Ray Davis turns 50 today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Uh, Happy birthday, Ray. (laughs) And then Mike Bortz is tomorrow. So happy Uh, birthday, everybody. Well, happy birthday tomorrow. Uh, Early birthday, birthday, everybody. Yeah, happy birthday, you guys. Happy birthday. (laughs) Then family birthday celebrations. Kiana, that's Ron Bugler's significant other. Her birthday's a Saturday, so... Happy, happy birthday, birthday Kiana. Kiana. Yeah, happy birthday, Kiana. Yeah, yeah. happy birthday. Shout-outs. Kumbe wants to give Mike Bortz a shout-out for helping him out at ARS and the Eisenhower Shed. He said it was very helpful and giving of his time and knowledge. Big thanks. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that uh, where to go, how to get in, how to get out up there yep. at the shed. It's right off the highway, but also loading legal. Yep. Getting yep. axle weights correct. Yep. Yeah, Mike Bortz. Go, Mike. Yep. Mike Using Bortz those gauges. He's full of information. Yeah. So good job, Mike. And then JR wants to give a shout out to uh, Junior Calderon for improving his safety score. Tell you something about Junior. He's fairly new. I think he's over 90 days, but he had a little bit of a struggle in the beginning. We talked. He fixed it. His safety score wasn't that great. JR talked to him. He fixed it. You know, so. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a guy. You know, you point something out to him, he listens, he does it, and he improves. So. Right? You can't, you can't beat that. That, yeah. is, that is the perfect student, right? Yeah. Put, you know what I mean? Yeah. Putting the cart away. Yeah. The shopping center. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and then uh, Andrew Fetner wants to give a shout-out to James Peacock. James Peacock has been helping him quit smoking, and uh, he's down 75%. Wow, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hope, hope it keeps... Working, I mean, that's what smoking's bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and J- James also is trying to quit. He's down to I think he had only six cigarettes yesterday. Nice. Yep, that oh, is wow, awesome. Dave. And I then, mean, uh, yeah, James, but six cigarettes—that sounds like a lot. <sighs> right? I mean, yeah. I hope you get to quit, but <laughs> yeah, it's just—I I mean, that is such a tough thing to do. You know what I mean? I can't imagine how hard it is, and it's such an obtrusive habit. You know, and the reason I say that is we, I literally just ran to the podcast here from Yard 23, uh, had a job meeting down there, and then actually ran into the electricians that are there plumbing the fuel tank. And the one electrician is just a constant smoker. I mean, he's just always got a cigarette in his hand or mouth or whatever. And he comes up to the pickup, and he's talking, and he just fills the pickup with smoke. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, my God, dude, you are killing me. Uh-huh. But I, I am, like, hypersensitive to it. We grew up with it. You know, both mom and dad smoked growing up, and 
I just remember as a kid those car rides just begging, can you can someone crack a window? Can oh, someone yeah. crack a window? You know, yep. you you feel like you're just driving in this fog of smoke and <laughs> right. you're that old. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, somebody pass me a cigarette. <coughs> yep. Chi Chong movie where they all pull up and have to <laughs> right? pull down the window. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're just like, "Oh my gosh." I definitely remember the rides in the station wagon full of smoke. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? me too. So yeah. brutal. Yeah. But uh, smoking is tough. Nicotine's a tough addiction, and uh, it makes me feel weak. You know, I announced on the podcast a while back I quit vaping, and I'm not actually fully quit anymore. I sure yeah. don't see you do it much. You must, well, must sneak it in here and there. Is that when you go work out? Well, I, I do vape on the way and on the way back. <laughs> Man, is that a, is that in, a Snickers in and between, a Diet Coke? In between sets, right? <laughs> in between sets. <laughs> the thing is, is, yeah, you don't see me do it. One, because it's embarrassing to me. It makes me feel weak, right? And then two, I don't keep it in my pocket anymore. I try not to because then any chance I'm not right at my desk. Smart. Then I'm then I'm yeah. vaping in the shop. I'm vaping yeah. here. I'm vaping there. It's in the Jeep. I gotta go outside and vape to do right. it. And it's you should just keep leaving them on your bumper. Yes, I yeah. bet two or three times of that, and you'd be done. <laughs> well, two or three times is six hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> so yeah, congrats, guys. For yeah, Absolutely. I wish you the best yeah. luck too. Yeah, James, good luck, you guys. Yeah, James also helped him change a mud flap. So shout out, James, for being a team player. Perfect. Guys. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's get on to the discussion part of things, unless you guys got some shout-outs. Wow, we don't want dead air there, but do you, do you have one, Dave? You started to say something. Yeah, I mean, whether everybody knows it or not, we've got Pat, Scooby, and Kendrick just busting it down at Yard 23, moving dirt. And, and you know, we've thrown these guys in positions that aren't their occupation, and they're busting ass trying to get it done you know, and we're just we're thankful for the help. They're they're doing a hundred percent bust ass work, doing the best they can, trying to get it done. So, thank you guys for for doing that. You know, today we had an extra driver, so we actually threw Tufu in a truck uh, in TNT down there just to move dirt on site. So, it, you know, nice. we're we're hoping to get that job wrapped up here in the next week or so. Hopefully, we have a rental loader uh, through this Friday. So we just want to get as much dirt moved as we can. Uh, it's got to be looking different over there. I haven't oh, been over there since uh, the West Yard move. Oh, it's big difference. So, yeah, yeah, you haven't yeah. been over since then. Yeah, and kind of just a shout out to everybody at that yard. You know, yeah, for putting up with the mess. Yeah, yeah kind of working through it. Yeah, We've had the mechanics. Two, two horrific rains that we haven't. Mm. We usually don't get these this time of year. Right. You know that hasn't helped anything, and and trying to get it down, and then. You know, what do you think on the fuel tank, Dave? I know it's there. The electricians are oh, there. Oh, man, knock on wood. I'm I'm hoping for Friday. I would yeah. love wow. to have a load of fuel in it and start using it Friday. But That'd be so cool. We'll see. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. I may yeah. run over there today just to take a peek. Yeah, you need to. It's, it's yeah, really changed. Yeah, yeah. it's good Got, stuff. Like yeah. Dave said, the guys are, we've moved a lot of dirt. Sweet. Very cool. You, you wouldn't know it by looking in that hole. But I guess you'd have to see how it started. Right? Yeah, that hole was yeah. giant, really. It was. Scooby made a comment. It's deceiving because it's narrower at the bottom and wider at the top. <laughs> so you think you're really making progress, but you're not yeah. because of the, the hole's getting wider. Yeah. yeah, probably when you're three quarters up, Dave, you've put as much as you have that you need for the last quarter. 
Yeah, because yeah, it gets so yeah. big. Yeah, and like I'm exaggerating. The bottom is only 90 feet wide when it was concrete. Yeah, but the top is 180 feet yeah. wide. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm, yeah. it's yeah. those aren't the measurements, but yeah. So you guys just digging a hole to bury the dirt? Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so a couple drivers hit me up asking about Samsara. Just so everybody knows, not to say I'm not involved with Samsara, I won't help you with Samsara. JR is the boss of Samsara. (laughs) He has taken over Samsara. That's his baby. The boss. And somebody asked me, like, hey, JR, JR has turned on some new alerts. Well, JR hasn't turned on new alerts. Samsara has a new update. Last year, Samsara did like almost 300 updates to their program, right? So now, distracted driving is broken down into two parts. One of them is called mobile phone usage, and it actually detects your phone in your hand, and that's if you're doing over 25 miles an hour and your phone is in your hand for nine seconds, you'll get two beeps and a voice coach put the phone down, okay? There's even another update where we may not get the alert right away, but I don't know if that's actually rolled out yet. So it does detect the phone in your hand, but it's got to be in your hand nine seconds. So, you know, I did pick up a truck from uh, Kenworth yesterday. I had a phone on the mount and I was playing with it on purpose. Apparently not for nine seconds because it never went off. So, okay. yeah, that's I mean, what that, was, that is. That was part of the deal about Samsara was it continually grew. Oh, yeah. And they're always changing when, when the other camera didn't have those options or, you know, wasn't set up to do that. Yep, so. that's that Why do you art. do updates? Why do they do updates? Yeah, why does anyone do an update? Why not just leave it? To get better. There you go. Yeah. We're all all about that better life. I'm surprised how many people have Samsara at their past jobs when I, you know, talk to them in interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with Samsara. They were at my last company. It's pretty wide. You ever hear anybody say they had Surfsite? No. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I've had, uh, I think, two only two people say they've had bamboo. Yeah, a couple yeah. people have said they've had Paycom. Too. I think somebody we interviewed said they were familiar with bamboo at one point. Yeah, Alonzo had bamboo at his last company, mm. and mm. Veronica was funny when we hired Veronica. Oh yeah, my husband's company had bamboo. I filled out all of his documents <laughs> for him. <laughs> she still does that here. Still does, yeah. yeah. So you know, getting to the cameras, and I said this last week: if you can't be coached. It's hard to get better, right? Absolutely. And Samsara is a coaching tool. So if you're not engaged with Samsara's coaching efforts, you're not getting better. JR brought it up to me that people are reviewing their, their Samsara coaching events, mm-hmm. but they're not improving. So if you're doing something and JR sends you a video and you watch it and you review it and you don't change your behavior, it's kind of a waste of time. It's a waste of JFW's money on the camera too. Yeah, does, so. does everybody understand why we're sending you the video, though, Jim? I mean, has that been talked about enough that, that that's a review to look at your habits and change them? And if you're not getting any reviews, you're, you're doing really well? Right. Right? Yeah, so. if you're not getting any events sent to you, you're doing great. Yeah. You know, but if you're getting events and you're not, if you're getting following too close events every day and you're not backing off, then there's a problem. Yeah, and I have to say, I mean, not, I guess, yeah, to brag on you guys is when I'm out running around town or doing something and, and uh, you know, you guys, there's a hundred of you out there and 
you're seeing a lot, you know, from the call-ins, from me just being out on the road. But our following distances, when I see our guys, mm. nobody's following close that I've ran into. And it, it was a problem all the time. Up Highway 85, yeah. on I-25. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. And Wasn't I, it, Jim? Yeah, and I just, I don't see that anymore. And I, I think it's due to the cameras. I think it's a helpful reminder and, and shouldn't be looked at being dogged on all the time, you know, or, oh, it's yelling at me. It's like, yeah, it's, it's for your safety and other people's safety. Yeah. The environment has changed so much over the past, I'll just say, 10 years. I mean, the, you have to try to get better, and these cameras are making us better. They're making us safer. Um, you know, we've all heard Frank Azar, the bulldog or whatever, and we have to protect ourselves from that environment, and that's the, that's the way it is nowadays. Yeah. And these cameras are training us, they're coaching us, and in the end, they're going to make us safer and prevent outsiders like that from taking us out, they're you know, still, taking us down. Still protecting us, Dave, yeah, right? Protecting the, the, all of us and yeah. our, our livelihoods. Yeah, I'm glad you're not seeing it anymore, Jim, and I don't see it that much, but it's still happening. You know, oh, yeah. a lot less. Yeah. You know, it's not everywhere you go. Oh, <laughs> there we are following. Yeah, the alerts are way less than yeah. they were six months ago. I mean, here's the deal on the alerts, though, you guys. <clears throat> At highway speeds, we're supposed to be four seconds. We don't get an alert unless they're within one. Right. I mean, we are right. giving. It's like our show up on time right. policy, right? right? You know what I mean? If you leave at 601, you weren't one minute late. You were an hour and one minute late. We are giving like this extraordinary grace right you know so I, I mean i do agree with you jim we used to see trucks i mean if we were out and two were together you inevitably saw one that was yeah. too close to the other right yeah absolutely and i mean our pitted windshields the damaged hoods the just the incidents we had have been lessened because of this but back to you know we've talked about this before and i'll just reiterate it when we would have one of our safety team go ride with a, a person that person always drove great, right? Right. They came down the hill at 45 miles an hour because they knew they had to because the person was riding with them. They did this because they knew they had to because the person was riding with them. They looked out the back window when they dumped because they knew they had to. You know, I mean, all of these things that, oh, I'm being judged right now. Well, now that camera is, is basically holding you to another level. And I guess that's, you know, people can look down on that when in actuality, it has made JFW a better place, a better business. We're looked at better by the four-wheelers on the road, you know, by people calling in, all of those things. We, we are better due to those cameras. We are. Well, you just, you use two words there, Dave. So when somebody was riding with them, you know, they think they're being judged. Right. Right? And, and you know, however you want to look at the word judged or or you know, reviewed, critiqued, or critiqued, whatever, yeah. right? Or you use the words accountable. Those yeah. cameras hold us accountable. Yes. The the thing is, and you, you you touched upon it. Accountable for what? For doing the right thing. For being better. Yeah. You know, I, I harp for putting the shopping cart away. For not following too close. For looking out the back window. That's the accountability. Yeah. It's right. not holding you accountable for. I don't know, being late or smoking a cigarette or, yeah. you know, it's holding you accountable for using your cell phone. Right. You know, s- smoking a cigarette. Which is illegal. Right? right. Yeah. 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 So that's the, it's the accountability. You know, when you, oh, you took my safety bonus. 
No. No, you yeah. didn't earn it. Didn't earn it, yeah. right? I mean, it's, 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 it's up to you guys. You're in the driver's seat. So. 100%. The other thing that JR is telling me is um, he's sending events and guys aren't even logging in to watch them. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're going to have to fix that. I <clears throat> have to get a list of guys. And just, yeah, is that, a, is that a culture problem, Jim? It's a will problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and, not a skill problem. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's the culture. I mean, we don't have a culture. And are those guys aren't reviewing that? Do you think they're listening to the podcast? Probably not. Yeah. You know. Well, do you think they care about getting better? Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Those yeah, are the I things. Mean, like you mentioned, Jr. Calderon. You know, seeing his safety score and changing it. Yep. You know, those are those are rock stars. Yeah. Those are the guys that are engaged. Those are the guys that care. They're not here to collect a check on Friday. And, you know, if this job doesn't work out, they're on to the next one. They're not after being the best at their career. It's uh, energizing. People like Junior Calderon, it's energizing. And we have a lot of guys like that. When, when Junior walks into the office, I perk up. Because mm-hmm. there's a guy that's engaged. He's doing his very best. Even if it's not perfect, he wants to make it better. I mean, and it's not like, oh, my God, here comes Junior. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's up, Junior? Like, it's almost invigorating to see the kid. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. What's the opposite who, of that? Who makes you feel well, that I got, way, Jim? I, I you, got, want, you want names? Or? No, 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 no. What, I, I, what, I, is, I, what is the word? Uh, what's opposite training. of energized? Training. Just draining? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, well, what's the book, you guys? An energy vampire. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. just suck the energy yeah. right yeah. out of the you. The energy yeah. bus. You know, that was a good and, book. And the thing, it kind of funny about what we do, and you guys, you know, being on the leadership team, and as long as me and you've done it, Dave and and Super Dave, is where you where a person comes in and you enjoy seeing them and talking to them, and you get information. But sooner or later, we learn everything here. It gets around to us somehow, right? And the the even if it's an energy vampire, I'd rather have somebody come in with a bad attitude right off the bat, than comes into the office, tells you what you want to hear, right. seems okay, but then when they're out on the road, it comes back to you that, oh, I'm looking for another job. I right. hate the mechanics, right? You know, and you hear that from other people, and like. I just dispatch talk. screwed me. Yeah, dispatch screwed me. I just Why don't talk- I get the good loads? Yeah, I just talked to that person and everything seemed fine. Mm-hmm. And then they go behind your back, yeah. and it's a Two-faced. it's a cesspool of of right bad. Yeah, yeah, lies and deceit. Yep. Speaking of that, along those lines, and this this driver is not a liar. He's not deceitful. There was nothing bad, but we had a driver that was a little unhappy about a couple things. Told me he wanted to talk to me. Great, let's talk. Then he changed his mind. He's like, ah, it's better if I don't say anything. Then he decided he wanted to talk again. And right in the beginning of the conversation, he says, uh, I just want to make sure I'm not going to get in trouble for this and my job's not on the line for speaking my mind. I'm like, not at all. I mean, you could you could curse at me right now and we're going to walk out of here with a solution. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I'm not, yeah, Jim, would you rather have that to your face? Absolutely. Or behind your back? Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want it? Well, to discuss it. Jim, it's like that driver score. If we're doing something wrong, someone needs to tell us. Yeah. Because yeah. we can't raise our driver score unless right. someone tells us and we're better. And what exactly. are they doing by doing that? Are they not holding us accountable? Right. Exactly. Right. We had a, a great conversation, and every once in a while, we'll drop the ball. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, the, absolutely. The driver had some legitimate gripes, and he was super respectful about it. And, you know, he, he was more respectful than I was. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he was very careful with his words. And I'm like, I was, awesome. I was so glad that we talked because the things that he brought up, we needed to know about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Know. yeah the, yeah. the thing there, too, Jam, is that nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect. They're not perfect. We're right. all we're all a work in progress. We have to human beings remember yeah. that every day you know, when yeah. we're interacting with others. Yeah, and we have that. You know, we talk about the bad. It's like hitting the fence post. But I just had the other day that that uh, one of our team members, kind of the same way, Jam was upset. Thought we were kind of ignoring them and and doing some stuff and. They decided to do something about it, but they did it in the opposite way. Mm. They decided to engage more than what they'd been being engaged and found out that, you know, it was not more them, but it was like, oh, I can change this. I can fix this. Asked to be reviewed and Mm. got a review. And I mean, it was just, I think the way the situation turned out on, on my side of it was fantastic. And I, like I hope that. the same thing for that person. Yep. So I encourage you guys if you have if you have something you want to talk about, please please bring it to our attention. But do it respectively. Yeah. Respectably. Yeah. yeah. And you could be you could be a little passionate too. That's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're if you want solutions, respect will get you a lot further than disrespect. I guess it's the know? angry it's the angry text. We talked about it a few weeks ago. It's the angry phone call, and you know I can. I can bite the, the dog right on the ear here. You know, it's like the conversations we have about the hardwires. Right. Man, are they, you know, they're, they're brutal in, in how they te- treat dispatch. Yep. And, you know, it sounds like a rough thing, but if it is that bad, find success elsewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's just not. You weren't we, hired for one run here. No. Right. You were not hired for one run. Yeah. No. Nowhere in our contract, nowhere in our creed, nowhere in our conversations, nowhere when Dave hires you, nowhere were you hired for one run here. You didn't even know that run existed when we hired you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then to, and then to but think. But now it's mine. Why aren't I on it? Right. You know, and then to think it's theirs, and then like you brought up, Jim, you know, then if, they, if it changes, which was out of our control on a couple of the halls, then they want to be put on somebody else's hall right. that you have to take that person off, which is not really their hall, right. you know. And then we talked about it with Ryan. Maybe that's the success that Ryan and Linda had is the, is the truthful of it. Our top guys are not hardwired. <laughs> right. You know, and nobody, nobody sees those numbers. But yeah. you're, you're, you're either stealing money from me or is that plant closed or why did you do that to me? Why am I on this? I'm losing. Yeah. I'm losing. I'm losing. Mm-hmm. I'm losing. Yeah. And, 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 oh, I can't run that plant, but you want, you know, 99 other people to go run that plant. Well, they are better than those people, Jim. Right, right. I mean, it, it's the it's the truth. Let's not let's not share or let's not be a team. Let's just be Indiv- unaccountable individuals. Yeah, <laughs> let's be unhappy. Huh. Yeah, some people bring you lemon juice. Some people bring lemons. Mm. Man, I've been drinking lemon juice and uh, apple cider vinegar, vinegar in a while. Like, yeah. with, with a little cayenne pepper in it. I know. I just. 
digress there, but <laughs> I love lemons. I love lemon meringue pie. I love lemon pound cake. I, I just, I don't know. I just that's a little lemon. different than what Jim. <laughs> I just had to throw yeah. it out there. Yeah, I like key lime pie too, but that ain't what Jim swallowed. <laughs> what he just mentioned, I'm like, why would anyone drink that? Fire up the metabolism. Gut, gut health. Yeah, it's supposed to be good for your gut and health. Jim, I hope you live to a thousand. I don't want to live to a thousand. Yeah. No. What do you want to live to? Uh, I'd like to live <clears throat> until the end of time. <laughs> no, I I probably want to live. I mean, I'm not going to put a number on it. <clears throat> I don't want to be 100 years old if I can't take care of myself. Yeah, right. You know That's I mean? the key. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll live as long I don't, as I can. I know healthy. my wife and my daughter want me to live a really long time, so I'm not trying to be like, yeah, 75, I'm good. You know, but if I'm still, you know, strong and healthy and, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't need people I, to take me to the store and I don't know. To yeah. me, to me, it's like I see it all the time with with animals. We wait too long to put them down. You know what I mean? I don't want to live past where I should have, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. we went from lemon cake or lemon pie to dying. How do we? <laughs> right? yeah. Now, now we're to dogs. How do yeah. we? Just, Always comes back to dogs. Jam on Christmas. And if I, if if what I believe is true about dying, like it's gonna be cool. It's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. My uh, yeah. mother-in-law just turned ninety on Sunday, and so we had a big birthday party. And so Saturday, I was working, and and Junior Calderon was doing a mud flap. So I was over there talking to him and telling him what I'm doing this weekend and going to a 90-year-old birthday party and stuff. So we started talking about age. He's like, well, how how long do you want to live? I said, you know, I'd be happy if I could see 80, but a healthy 80, you know, where I could get around and walk and and all of that, right? And he's like, yeah, boy, you know, because keep in mind, he's a young guy, right? And he's like, you know... I'd probably be happy with 70. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm 61. <laughs> uh, he just knocked funny. you off nine years from now. I was like, God, 70. I'm like, sure as hell hope oh, I, I see live 70. Than that. <laughs> yeah. Can't see that happening, huh? Yeah. I guess I always want to be able to protect my girls. If they're protecting me, I think it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah, I had, if I can explain it right, Jam, I had some... I talked about it several times on the podcast, but the, you know, the the high school reunion, and I had some good friends uh, come back, and the one gentleman is really successful, and uh, he, he, a lot of luck and a lot of planning, but he worked for an oil company and, and, and a lot of work, right? A lot of work. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was yeah. he was the CPA for the company, yeah, and, and uh, you know did a lot of investing, a lot of working, a lot of praying, but the the company he worked for. Uh, made it big on a couple oil wells and so he retired i don't know in his 40s if if uh-huh. i'm late 50s you know and and good for him he's a right. great guy about 30s yeah yeah i mean he's been retired for 15 years at least yeah close yeah. to that dave yeah him, anyway him his wife and stuff and good and you know we talk about our 401k and we talk about retirement we talk about being able to take care of ourselves our family our kids and stuff and he's got enough money he doesn't work right so we all worry about having enough money to retire to live. He's worrying about living long enough to spend his money. To spend his money. <laughs> when does the money run out? Right. Because if he doesn't plan it right, he runs out of money, mm. and he's got life left. Right. 
So it is still a problem, if I explain that right, it's still a problem for him. <laughs> I would yeah. like to try his track. Yeah. Well, no I would problem. too. I'm not, yeah. yeah I mean, his I, problem doesn't sound that tough. You know, oh, he lives life. pretty frugal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, next Friday I ran out. Son <laughs> yeah. of a... Golly. I can only spend 10 grand this month. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 And but, not work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it couldn't happen to a better yeah. a, a better couple. You know, right. it's he he gives, and I know we uh, we even have a friend that got in trouble, and and she's just out of high school and spent a lot of years in jail. Mm. And uh, he took you know sent money, sent cigarettes, helped him now that he's out of jail, oh, that nice. kind of stuff. Always good good people. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Another thing on my list to discuss is uh, everybody, please check your dispatches. We just get into a habit, especially if you're one of those hardwired guys or girls. We get in the habit of getting in our truck and just run into the pit. But when there's changes, that really jams dispatch up. So make sure you're checking your dispatches in the morning before you go. Yeah, that's a that's accountability too, Jim. I mean, I it's yeah. There's a lot to be said about that. I guess I don't I don't know. Like to talk a little more about it, but it's just check your dispatch. Yeah, and I, I mean I believe it's an honest mistake. I mean we just get in. I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. Oh yeah. You know, Jr. grabbed the laptop this morning because he has orientation, right? Well, he knows on Wednesdays we have the podcast. I had to go over there and arm wrestle him for the for the laptop. <laughs> you know, it's an honest mistake. It's, sure. You know, yeah. So, but we just get into a habit of this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Know? So. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that in that the one podcast where we used to haul out to U.S. Piper. I told you guys where it was mostly sand, and then the guy switches up to rock. Or right. you know, when me and Dave drove a, a lot, he was at the West Plant. I think it had something to do with Janet, but we'll we'll skip over that. But anyway, what? <laughs> Whoa, we I, want I, details, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I ran chambers all the time, or Plant Twelve. It was just we were split up, so you know we were running different plants. And once in a while, you'd have to change. Hey, come over, you know, bring a load over to the west or something. And nope, I would turn and get on two seventy, and you know, get out to seventy or something. And go shit, I was supposed to go to the west mm. plant. You know, you're a creature's a habit. Yeah, it's, that's it's, happened to everybody, right? I guarantee right, you. Super Dave, you're just like, damn it, that's not where I'm supposed to be at. You know, <laughs> like you guys remember Captain Ron? I, I doubt he listens to any of the podcasts, but you know, he worked for Maroney for years and then finished his career here with us for probably the last ten F- or fifteen. 15 was it fifteen yeah. years? Yeah, 15, wow, 15. Captain Ron, thank you, buddy. <clears throat> anyway, he would run the old. Uh, ready mixed plant one, the one down there on Franklin or not, not Franklin. Oh my gosh, on Washington, Ring, Washington, Ring, Ring, yeah, Ring, Ringsby in Washington, oh, yeah. right by Pepsi, and uh, you would dump in the same bin as the sand bin, right? Mm-hmm. So you would back up, and you needed to know you had squeegee or pea gravel on because you were dumping in the sand bin, and you had to change the gate, yeah, right. so it went in the wrong, right silo. But you were dumping in the same grizzly that you just dumped in for a day and a half, or the previous six loads or whatever. And Captain Ron, I don't know, he screwed that up once, twice, yeah. when he was at Maroney. Pretty soon Maroney made him put a glove on, <laughs> and he took a Sharpie on the back of the glove that said squeegee or pea gravel, <laughs> <laughs> and he would put one glove on and yep. deliver that load. Well, yep. that's so and funny. there was no way he could screw it up after that. You know that's what I mean? So he tried the notes on the dash and stickies, and he's like, nope, you put that glove on, you can't screw that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't miss plant one, that's for sure. <laughs> right? That sand bin was a bitch. <laughs> it was it tough, was. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, lots of mirrors. Yeah, lots that's of nice mirrors. Getting it. It's nice getting that whole load in the grate, though, you know? Right. It's just a good feeling. No no sweeping off. Everything's just in the grizzly, yep. you know? Yeah. 
I did like that. But and just hitting that little <clears throat> ramp on the first shot, yeah. right? That yeah. really was a good feeling. Yeah. yeah, you had six inches on each side, huh? Yep. How much trust did they have for us to switch to Benzo? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's, there's something, if I'm not harping on it, how about when they just close a plant? Yeah. What, what does that hardwire guy do? Right. Well, yeah. In this economy, they'd never close a plant. <clears throat> right? <laughs> right. In, yeah, in, I mean, that was one of the hardwire guys' things. Like, I want... I want to go run my hardwire. Go ahead. <laughs> they're, not, they're not taking material. We don't have that. What do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. But getting back to creatures of habit, I can't tell you how many times I went to drive to the West Yard. And then next thing I know, I'm on, you know, Boulder Turnpike. Oh, Federal, right. Yeah. Because I just go that way home right? every oh, day. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I missed, I missed 76. Shit, yeah. I missed 76. Over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, that's that, like I mentioned to you, because you said you went horseback riding that uh, barn soured horse. You know, you, I cross 76, I'm headed home. Oh, yeah. It's just like, don't put that sign in front of me. It messes me up, Jim. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the story exactly that I told is we went horseback riding and the guide stopped when we got to a road because there was a sign in the road that was in the wrong spot and the horses don't like when things change. <laughs> you know, so yeah. same thing. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and that, there, there's a point there too. You know, about the hard wires and stuff like that, too. Creatures of habit. Because we don't like things when they change. You know, I, I love to tease Super Dave. You eat those damn Cheerios for 30 years, buddy. And, and, More than that. Right? And and you don't like the change. You like that. You know? Mm -hmm. I, I like broke, don't fix it. Right? I like Colin Chambers. But the thing is, is sometimes change is inevitable. Yeah, and it has be to be done. To deal with it, and to complain about it, or <clears throat> and be to actually enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah, embrace, embrace it. You know, and we talk about it all the time. You just talked about it. Why do you do an update, Dave? Because it's better. Changes are better. You know, in some instances, and and sometimes there's I tried always honey nut Cheerios once. <laughs> <laughs> Too sweet. Was it lemon? We need <laughs> no, to get you lemon. lemon. I would have liked lemon Cheerios <laughs> if they lemon made nut them. Lemon honey yeah. nut. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to go political, but you're talking about all this change and how we should embrace it and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting here chewing on my tongue, man. I'm worried I got like some blood running down my lip from chewing on it so hard. Like, but uh, that's, but Dave, that's that's change that I don't think is looking down the road. When we make a change, Dave, it's usually trying to look what's next. Yeah, you know, the, you know, do they want the the environment to be better? Absolutely. Let's make electric vehicles. If, if that is truly better. I don't, I don't even know if that is. But there's no infrastructure to charge them. Right. You know, we haven't had any pay increases to be able to afford that. That's the thing. They, they don't, what is the next step? When we try to get a truck, we look at the, the Jake brakes, you know, engine brakes. They're just plain better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's the end result. But they're so good, you have to drive the truck differently because they'll skid the tires. Sure. You know? That's the downside. But look at how much good we have. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wanted to touch on one of my notes, Dave, and, and jump in here f with me is, you know, and you, I'm sure you guys are tired of it too. We purposely bought new trucks three years ago to have better equipment. We, you know, update, better fuel mileage, better engines, less part bills, all sorts of stuff. They're, they're turning, going to be turning three years old, basically. They're three. Yeah, they're three. Yeah, wow, from when we got them. Crazy. They're, they're, yeah, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, March. Right. Three years ago, they're three. Exactly. That's crazy. Well, I am so tired, probably along with all the drivers, of the freaking uh, codes 
right. you guys. Yeah. And and we didn't have that many when they were brand new, but we're getting more and more codes. And that's, you know, there's political, Dave. Our government forced us to do things to make things better without without it being fully looked at and what it'll cause. Right now, we have five trucks down. And and COVID's charged parts things. So I guess I guess if you're if you're unhappy, your truck's down, or you're tired of the codes and and frustrated, so are we, you guys. Yeah, us I mean, too. we really want to for a solution. We want you to stop, turn off the truck, and restart it so your transmission works. Yeah, <laughs> is that just effed yeah. or or what? Yeah, we have you two know? trucks that need shift stocks, and the shift stocks are on national back order. Yeah, right. So we're forced. We have two choices. Don't ever run the truck and wonder when we'll get shift stock parts. Yeah, which, right? is, no, which is November maybe, right, you guys? That's what we were told? I, I didn't even have a date, no? Jim. It was wow. national back order. There is no, <laughs> you might get it. I this made, is when we're looking at time frame. So uh, I made October up, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I never heard a date. So Got it. yeah, 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 crazy. Yeah, so yeah and, and Jim, I'm sorry on the dates. It is two and a half years. I'm sorry. It was two years, March, not three. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It, but we're struggling already. Yeah. You know, with, yeah, with we're little barely, things. We're, we're barely halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, we found <clears throat> wire shorts. We found clips that are just dirty, not together. You know, they're, they are the sensors are so sensitive that they, you know, they, they give you a D-rate when all they need to be is cleaned or blown out or checked. Yeah. or yeah. You know, and, and like I, I heard Super Dave talking with somebody on the phone this morning. You know, so you have an emission problem, but you're, you know, it just put a 25% D rate and you got four hours to get someplace. Who set that up? Right. Who did that? Because you can't finish the day. You can't get someplace in four hours. You have to, you just have to quit in the middle of the day if you started at eight. <laughs> I told him, don't stop and don't shut the truck off. Right. Just get unloaded and, and yeah. hurry back. And I listened to you, Super Dave, and I thought that's the most bullshit i have ever heard i was disappointed in you having to explain to the driver that way disappointed in our equipment and us that that's what we're have that's what we're having to do dave yeah it was not it was not a feel good no no but i did feel it was important to let him know oh you we have to that's what that's what how are we going to get we got to talk got to work through it got to got to make it better got to struggle and we're struggling with you guys yeah you know yeah, it's a shame, and and you know the reason is too because he even said that on the phone. How come you can't just bypass it so you can finish <laughs> the run? Oh my God! You know, or why do they shut it down to five miles an hour so you're stranded somewhere? Right. Well, I said because everybody and their brother, everybody driving a truck in the whole country is just going to bypass, bypass, bypass. bypass yep. So yeah, we'll we'll abuse it. That's yep. our thing. Yes, yes, and yes. that's our governmental emissions duty. Yep. It's just crazy, too. I mean, getting back to the national back order, but it's just crazy how, I guess, COVID kind of triggered all that, you know, where with the supply chain and the workforce and just so many factors. But, you know, we should have had all of our new trucks by now, I'm assuming Pete's included. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, this time last year almost, This time, this time yeah. a year we ago. We should have had those 15 ago. trucks in October last right. year. And we'd probably be yeah. looking to replace more now. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's just crazy. And then, Brother Dave, you told me the other day, I mean, trucks are up about 50 grand each from from when we first bought the new trucks, the 40 cameras. Yes. Flashback two and a half years, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We just got our, our both 
Kenworth, well, actually all three, Kenworth, Peterbilt, and Freightliner have all come to me last week and this week, said, hey, we've got our allocations for next year. How many trucks are you going to need? All of them. Oh, and by the way, we've had a price increase for next year. I'm like, on top of the last three this year? And they said, yes, it's going to be a twenty to $30,000 increase per truck for next year. New day cabs will be over $200,000 next year. Wow. That's a $70,000 increase. Wow. From two and a half years ago. So a little, let's, what are we, 28 months, 29 months in yeah. from those trucks, a $70,000 increase. Wow. It, it can't happen. I mean, it just, it can't happen. It's ridiculous, you know? And uh, again, you know, everything goes back to politics for me because it's, I'm just in that arena now. Unfortunately, I don't want to be, we're forced in it. We are forced in it mm-hmm. if we're going to do business in this climate, mm-hmm. literally in yeah. this climate, right? Then you so, go right back, Dave, who pays for that in the end? We do. The consumer. Right. right. Yeah. Sorry, when you when go I say to buy, we, that's what I mean, the yeah, consumer. Yeah. Buy a thing we, off the shelf. Yeah. yeah. We just had a friend and I, I, you know, I've been doing it at all the Sam swim meets, you know, cause they all know that we're in the trucking industry and they're like, oh, how's fuel affecting you? How are you surviving with fuel? And Jim and I just had a friend stop by yesterday. How are you surviving with the fuel? How's that treating you? And we look right at him and go, we just pass it on. If we were to have absorbed that fuel, you guys, we would have been out of business January 1st this year. Right. Out of business. Done. There's no way we could have absorbed an ounce of that fuel. So when we pass it on, just like you said, Dave, the consumer pays. We've talked about it so many times. That's everything you buy at a grocery store. That's mm-hmm. everything you buy at the mall. That's if you go anywhere, if you stop and buy aspirin at a gas station, what brought it? How did that get there? You bet. Damn truck. right, it came on a truck or, or several or trucks. Even a delivery van has gas, right? They were upcharged for that. There is there is no one that absorbed if if there's a company out there that absorbed any of those fuel costs, they're out of business. Right. They've closed. And there are companies that couldn't hang and they yeah. all closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you look at that 70 grand per truck, you know what I mean? I mean, how do we absorb that? I mean, there's got to be rate increases. There's got to be, right. again, I mean, it's just going to get passed on to the end user. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. craziness. Yeah. What else you guys got? I thought we had some stuff in there on overweight permits, Jim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it's my understanding we had to pull about five of them last week. Yeah, I didn't put that in there. You're right. Yep. Is that yep. too negative to talk about? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot to put it in. I'm slacking, guys. I'm. I'm. Every week I am less prepared with this outline than the week before. I mean, you, know, you know what it is, Jim? What? <laughs> it's the apple cider vinegar. <laughs> the lemons, buddy. <laughs> It's I'm draining in. you, man. I'm glad your gut's healthy. Yeah, your gut's great, but... You got anything for mind sharpness? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I'll I could use up. some. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> man, just keep them coming. Just keep them coming. Yeah, I think this is the latest I ever sent the outline out. I sent it out an hour before the podcast. I'm like, oh, we should probably make and send the outline. Yeah. Here you go. We're, we're, not, we're not helping you, Jan. Yeah, it's been a busy sure. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah we're not... We're not giving you any ideas and stuff. But if, if we're going to talk about the, the overweight permits, I <laughs> would like to mention something. Because I think I is an important word. <laughs> or is that a letter? Both. The, both, both. I think right? so. So 
where where do you guys where do you guys think that I <laughs> can use those permits? Uh, well, I know where you can't. <laughs> well, since you're saying I so much, I'd imagine you can only use the money interstate. Is I the same as me? <laughs> Not on the interstate, Dave. Not on I-270, I-25, I-225. Touche. Yeah. And the, the one where the guys are getting trouble is I-76. So Does that start with I? It does. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're running, yeah. So basically, you're coming down Highway 85, you're good. And then you got to jump on I-76 for a couple miles. Right. Well, yeah. that those, doesn't count. Those couple it's miles, only a couple miles, still on the high road. <laughs> yep, yep. So they just didn't think they got caught. Actually, I need to run a heavy report today. I was supposed to do it yesterday, so I will see <laughs> if we improve from last week. Yeah. So ultimately, though, you guys, just to get down to the nut of it, I know we're talking about the I thing, but we didn't have anyone that we took the permit from that said, oh, I thought I could run down the interstate. Every single one of them knew it. When JR and Kendrick and Scooby give out the reports, they go over specifically that you can't go down the interstate. I haven't read their their paragraph in there. I think it even specifies I-76, does it not? As far as at like 104th? Because that... You know, that's been the continuing thing, right? Right. You know, I mean, we all know that. But anyway, yeah, they chose... To do no, that. Knowingly. Yes. Knowingly broke our law, the state's law, the government law. I mean, every every scenario in that, they chose to do that. I'm glad that they just said that they knew because it's yes. one thing that I can't stand more than anything is playing dumb. Yeah. We're, oh, I did? Do oh, I, did, I didn't realize. Who? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thing, where th- at? Thank you for being honest. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. It was it was good when JR brought those up and had discussions <laughs> with them. The you know, the thing there too, Dave is is, you know, we all know and we can talk about it and the, and that's the reason they're doing it is what's the chances of being caught there? You know, caught in the 2 miles. Well, scares me to death cuz every now and then you never know when a motorcycle cop, especially for Adams County Sheriff's Department, sets three motorcycle cops right there at 104th and they grab you and take you right to the flea market or to the state patrol or, office or I mean, they set up at the state yard right there on federal yeah yeah, yeah a- absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. so it, it can happen yeah you we've know? seen it yeah it's like yeah. the insurance company we've seen it exactly. we've been there a time or two so, so the little bit of money you're making in case you get caught you know is not worth it but the thing again is we're asking you guys to hold yourselves accountable and you said it for what the law is, for what JFW's rules are, for what we do for safety, for what it looks like for the rest, because that permit is not set up for that. Yeah. So why do what the permit's not set up to do? Right. You know why? Right. Put your shopping cart away, would you? Yeah. Do <laughs> the, do the right thing. You know, it just it's 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 hurtful especially when it's explained in so much detail when you're given that right that's why they shut your truck down when you have an emissions fault yeah we trusted you when when we handed you that permit first of all we make you wait 90 days and then there's a procedure to get it you have to talk to a safety director jr scooby whoever they 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 speak with you and go over the rules they may even shake your hand Right? There's an agreement that we are entrusting you to run heavy 
in certain places and not doing in other places. So what a violation of trust, honestly. I mean, I'm saying thanks for being honest once you got caught. Yeah. But you weren't being honest with us when you agreed to, to use the permit properly. So and, and, and then you love this part, too, you guys. And we, you know, maybe it's because we're in leadership. Maybe it's the age, the whole thing. But we talk about the high road and the low road, mm-hmm. right? And how easy the low road is. We, we uh, talk about it for years. Dave's, Dave's uh, I don't know, little announcement, little paper thing. That's high road hauling, right? right. Okay? We talk about that. And it's tough to be on the high road. Shift gears, pull that hill. But it's easy to get down on the, on the low road. And the thing is, is, well, Joe is doing it. Right. I seen Bob do it. Sam loaded it. Right. Chris went down 76. I just went ahead and did it. Right. So you, you enjoy being on the low road? You know, just because somebody else did it? Yeah, one of the drivers actually told JR, well, that's cool as long as I'm not the only one. Right? Like, yeah. Right? Like you said. I mean, I, I mean, I took, you know, let's, let's take it because I, I, I don't know, the whole wife thing and fooling around and all the other thing. It's okay because Bob fooled around with his <laughs> wife, so that makes it okay for me. <clears throat> Not if you're married to Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> it's just being accountable and holding yourself that was to quick, it, Jim. That was to a higher that. level. That's apple cider vinegar. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Ace, that's if you're listening, I know how you can keep him in line. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't step out of line. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, it's a good thing there's a gun under your pillow, not a knife. <laughs> I could shoot that off in 20 paces. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, guys, we need as much help as we we can get. You guys, we we talk about it podcast after podcast, and you know, episode 43 here, and and you know, for us to get up and and be happy and try to be cheerful and it it is a struggle along with us you guys same thing you face being out there on the roads trying to take care of your families and pay your bills and do all that kind of stuff and and it's important though but it's easier if we do it together if we make the right choices together and you and you feel better as a team and that's what we're asking is the accountability is the hold each other accountable yeah Yeah. don't don't haul don't haul overweight you know and and sit back and and look what some of your options are you know that it just what what how can it be better how can i do it better what what am i going to do jim we've talked for 30 years about making our industry better that's part of our culture that's part of our equipment that's part of our our leadership team that's part of the people we're hiring you know and every day you know i'm going to complain about the fence post you know the the one time we came out in 6000 loads we hit it but if we don't focus on that sometimes we will never get better. Right. Those drivers that are making those choices are our brethren, right? They're the ones that you know could be following too close. They're the ones that could have an accident. They're the ones that made a lane change and didn't care about the car next to them and cut it off, you know, or or made it change lanes and swerved into something else, or you know, I mean, those are the things to be better and hold yourself accountable. You know, that's that the camera that was the the. The philosophy behind that, that's just like a safety team member riding with you all day long. It's holding you accountable, right? Yep. Well, there's there's no way we can look at what you're hauling. Right. You know, unless we download and print that that overweight list 
and then we go back and see who's going where and why they're here. Yep. You know, and it, it's all easily done for us. But why should we have to be checking on our people? Yeah. Why are we policing you? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it, that makes me feel like Walmart. Do you know where checking Walmart? No. Do you know yeah. where Walmart has all their cameras where all, all their theft happens? Over the Back cash room? registers. Yeah. Back room. No. <laughs> Over the cash registers of their people. Mm. All of their theft happens in-house. The little bit that happens outside is minimal. Where they have the largest amount of theft is from their employees. Really? Yeah. So all of their cameras are right above the cash drawers so you can see what's going on. I mean, every bit of their theft is in-house, not... I shouldn't say every bit. That's misleading to say. You know, somewhere there's some kid or some person showed up, I don't know, stole a loaf of bread under his jacket and went out. Or no, a lot of people get be. shot at Walmart. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That, uh, but, but my point is they're having to, to look at their people. Right. Right? Yeah, and your whole, you know, your brethren or your brotherhood or stuff like that. Um, I had some, some people pass me on the highway the other day, and, and uh, I, I don't think. Ray Ray Mines, but anyway, it was some of his brothers that passed me on the motorcycles and cut me off pretty hard, driving like idiots the whole bit. Had one of one of the guys had a girl on the back, you know, so he's not only taking his life in his own hands, but his his girlfriend or his wife and stuff like that. And it wanted me to. I wanted to call Ray so I could have somebody to complain about. Do you know? Do you know what the? You know? Do you know, see what these guys are doing? And motorcycle number. <laughs> Like, like Ray's going to know him. I don't know, I don't know how big his brotherhood is, but like Ray's going to know him. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's, that, i got to mention that to Ray that I, that I was upset. And, I'm you know, sure he'll hear it. Right? Yeah he, yeah, he listens, you know, but that's no difference between a, a, a you know, a, a bend over Billy bike or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, not, it's not that. It's just how yeah. everybody's driving. There's no difference than anybody cutting you off in a four-wheeler. Yeah. You know, they're taking their lives in yeah. hands. But that's, you know, there again, we can go back to our cameras. That's the reason you're asking yeah. you not to do that. And, and go take the low road and go, oh, that's just another idiot on a motorcycle. Oh, that's a stupid four-wheeler. Oh, that's a dumb truck driver. You know yeah. what I mean? That All of those stereotypes, we want to break that. Yeah. We need to break that, you know? And how do we stand out? By being different. Better. Absolutely. Yeah. Different and better. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason the State Patrol and Department of Transport, or DOT, sets up portable scales outside of gravel pits. There's a reason for that. (laughs) They're not set up outside the Walmart distribution center. (laughs) Right? Yeah, because you know who holds them accountable? The ports at each end of the state. Right, exactly. But there has to be somebody holding them accountable. Yes. Because you can't do it yourself. Absolutely. And that's that's a shame. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of Walmart, I know I keep just getting off in the weeds and everything, but you know if you have a missed scan on your self-checkout <clears throat> and they come over to check it out, it actually plays a video back of what you did. Wow. Yeah. When so, mine won't scan, I just throw it in the cart. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because we use the one at, at uh, Sam's Club where you scan each item as you're shopping. Jam. Oh, wow. And it is so nice. Cards already in the phone. You scan the item. You you don't even check out. You just finish. Walk out. You, you hit, yeah. Holly hits her mm. phone, and you walk out, and the person at the end. Checks the receipt. Checks one. Yeah, checks one. Doesn't even check the receipt, Jam, because it's on your phone. There's nothing there now. And they pull, like, two items out of the cart and make sure they show up on your phone. And we kind of joked because the, the girl or the, the person helping 
checked like the two cheapest items mm -hmm. in our basket to make sure we put them yeah, in he's there. Got his, fun, you know? He's got his peanuts and coleslaw. That's <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Coleslaw. That big screen, that big screen that TV. Be, I was going to say. <laughs> right? What's he feeding an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just like Costco because they scan everything for you and, mm -hmm. you know, they put it in boxes and I'm not used to that. It's Think yeah. about just scanning it when you drop it in your cart, though, and yeah, never having yeah. to check out. Yeah, that that's what great. Sam's You just did. eliminated 50% of the problem. Oh, man. It's, yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. So did you just switch to Sam's or you've had both? Ha had both, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, Holly's yeah. pretty... Well, she is a really thrifty shopper, mm -hmm. so some things are cheaper at Sam's than, than Costco, and then same thing from Walmart to, to Sam's, which is their their upgrade or whatever, Walmart's upgrade store, uh, bulk yeah. store. Yeah, it's funny because we've had Costco since we started a new f food program or whatever, and oh my God, now we got to go to two grocery stores, sometimes three instead of one. Yeah, that's you know, the... That's the well, only thing with Holly I've ever like. <laughs> it's like, okay, like we go to Costco and it's like, all right, well, we still need these three things from Walmart. Well, Walmart didn't have this one thing. Got to go to Whole Foods and it, dri <laughs> it drives my, my wife. I've been happy, yeah. It's like, yep. That's pretty commonplace nowadays, though, you know. We do the same thing, but we're, we're always pitting choice and price against each other, you know, so we're stopping at king supers and we're running to walmart we're going to costco and man if they don't have it 7-eleven i'm out <laughs> boom you must like burritos and chimichangas he liked burritos yesterday because he was Ma complaining about marlboros and pepsi <laughs> nice he needed some gut health yesterday oh, yeah after, i did after Woo! his breakfast burrito that was a rough morning <laughs> For you or for the people around you? Uh, really didn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and my pickup. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Hi, right, you guys, anything else? I got a question from the audience if you guys are ready to move on. Yeah, the audience. The audience. So Rick Ray wants to know where the prefix 00 came from. 001, 0069. Where do we get the 00s from? Good question, Rick. And... Senior can probably straighten this out better if I don't massacre it, but he used to be a ham radio operator and uh, had his ham radio license. I mean, he could talk all over the world. You know what I mean? He literally could. Had this, we had this massive tower in our yard. He had this great big, it was a beam. It wasn't an antenna. It was a beam, and it had a motor on it, and like the lights in the neighborhood dimmed when he like rotated the the tower and or the beam up there, you know, and... Like he That's he had, <laughs> but it's Jim, true. remember we, the Lemaire's house across the street? He had to put a filter on their TV because when he would key up and talk, it would bleed through their TV, <laughs> and they were all pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah, you'd be out in the backyard, you know, we'd be playing and stuff, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the big, the this huge antenna. Yeah, was that when you lost your hair? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, is the house moving or is the antenna? <laughs> anyway, so. One of his call signs was the world famous triple zero double lot nothing. So just <laughs> oh, all zeros. Jim. Got it. And I think he just took from that and made the yeah because it was different. Most of the stuff I think a lot of the call signs start with a double zero. I could uh -huh. be could be wrong. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's where. So it was like a call sign for him, and that's cool. what he did with the truck numbers. Man, senior's cool. Yep. Yeah, some good stuff. And that's also what he had on his race car all the time too, wasn't it? Zero zero. Uh, zero zero. But he had, number? I think he had 50. O, o one on that one or something. There is a couple pictures, but uh, but fifty eight was Uncle Paul. 
right? And no, 40, was, 48. Yeah, 48. Was and Uncle dad Paul. Dad was 51, 56. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, I don't know, know Super Dave. But there is there is a picture of a car someplace with 01 on it. I remember mm. some one of the race guys. Oh, well, yeah, I'm a Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> I never looked at the car. <laughs> there was a car on that show? <laughs> huh. I just thought there was a girl. <laughs> I thought there was just flowers, Daisy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and Duke. <laughs> Man. I think uh. We all need some lemon juice and what? Cayenne pepper? What are you mixing? Apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, and cayenne pepper. <laughs> yeah. And the, apple, need, I, the apple cider vinegars, quote unquote, from the mother, if you know what that is. Nope. Well, if you ever look at apple cider vinegar, if it, it'll say from the mother on it that's got the chunks in it and everything like that instead of like filtered and stuff. Mm. And then we actually use fresh squeezed lemon juice every morning. Wow. And then a pinch of cayenne pepper. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Could be. I don't make it. <laughs> I just drink it. <laughs> but the thing is, Dave, isn't anything good or better a it lot is. of work? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that is I mean, for what, sure. are you trying to feel better, Jam? For, I, I for what? Like, for what reason? Because I want to live till ninety. No, right? You got to take care of your family. You want to feel <laughs> yeah. better. I want to be you strong. Be, I want to be healthy. Exactly. Yeah. For for the family, for the yep. people here, yep. for for everything. Right? Yeah. For myself. And is and it is it hard? It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I just heard us. They didn't give the details of the survey, but they were talking about it on the radio yesterday when I was listening to it. But they were talking about. How many years of your life are you willing to give up in order to keep eating fast food? Right. So what's what's a trade-off, you know? And the one woman DJ on the channel I was listening to, she's like, well, that's easy. I'd give up a year. If I could eat fast food the rest of my life, I would do the minimum and give up one year of my life. That way I could <laughs> eat fast food the rest of my life and I'm only losing one year, right? <laughs> I think the average person in the study was like they would be willing to give up four or five years well, of some, their life to continue to and and the girl DJ she's like that's so stupid why would you give up any more than you had to right? right but then it got to the part where I was wowed by and they went to like North Dakota and those people were like oh we'd give up ten years easy because <laughs> <laughs> they got it, a hard life they're right? farming and working right? their ass off and, and then they were joking like winter. they right? must eat fast food for breakfast lunch <laughs> dinner everything. <laughs> And yet I view those as more rural places where fast food would be harder to get is what I visualize, right? right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, here. Yeah, but they're working hard. They want a pleasure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah never so they were like, ah, knock 10 years off. I'm good. I never looked at it like that. But you guys are right. I mean, anything good, you got to fight for it. You know oh, what I mean? man. Like, yeah. Waking up as early as we wake up, that's not easy, yeah. right? You know, we talk about the, the apple cider vinegar or Going to the gym. Going to the gym for me every day, that's not easy. And not every day, but it would be nice. But it's so not easy, I can't get there every day. You know, the food program I'm on, it's it's getting hard. But it's it's not easier, it's better. You know but how do you mean? feel, Jim? I feel great. I you feel know, great. Can, and I feel, can, I feel productive and accomplished. And right? it's just right. been good for my mental health, you know, and my physical health. And I'm sleeping better. No. But at some point, Jam, nice. you, you're gonna you're gonna slip. You know, and I'm not not saying you're gonna slip on Friday. purpose because it's gonna be just a little bit easier. You know, it's the same thing with all of us with weight, right. you know, or it is for myself. I shouldn't say everybody with weight is it's easy to eat like shit and it's good. Yeah. So <laughs> so I am gonna slip on purpose. 
right? I'm slipping on purpose Friday night. I'm having pizza. And then Saturday, I'm going to slip and have some uh, baby back ribs. But it's a planned slip. And then, I'll get, I mean, we've been doing it for five weeks. I'm not going to eat like shit all weekend and just blow everything. But it's time to... to I mean, fuel a little bit, and the pizza I get right. I mean, like pizza is not healthy for people. I mean, it's just not right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how bad are baby back ribs? I, I mean, I'm sure the barbecue sauce or whatnot, but I mean, how bad are they? They they when you say like you're having a cheat day and you listed pizza and baby back ribs, right. and I'm like, wait a minute, pizza Whopper, Big Mac, yada yada yada. Right. Yeah. Ribs fall in the. Well, shit, this isn't all that bad. Some category fat protein for me. For me so I'm sauce. like, wait a minute. Are we talking like pizza, Big Mac, Whopper, ribs? Wait so, a minute. That's so, not the same category for so me. So ribs, I would say, is probably not as good as the ground turkey I've been eating. Or right. Okay. And fish. Or, okay. All you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But we're going to indulge a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm going to have a bourbon and some diet root beer. or Yeah. So... <laughs> So to me, like there, there can be pleasure. You know, hard work. It's just like yeah. you work hard, then you go on vacation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So Why same thing. You enjoy it that much more. And yeah. I'll be interested too, Jam, because you know when I've been on a, a stricter diet or stricter way of life, like you've been, when I do have that piece of pizza, and then sometimes you have two pieces of pizza, how bad you really feel. Right. It was like that just did not taste or make me feel like I wanted to. Right. Because I am so clean at this point that right. you know, it's just like, damn, I just I should have just stayed on it. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna experience that. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to have oatmeal this morning. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I'm not gonna have ten slices, but I'll probably have probably gonna have three slices of pizza sure Where, where's the pizza from what kind of pizza are we i don't know we'll probably just go to anthony's or oh. i don't know i'm taking recommendations uh, you know tra- man traeger one smoke one smoke one ah, it's a lot it's it's a little bit of work but going and getting your own dough dough jam and you go right on the grill do you have the ceramic plate I do have there? the ceramic plate nah. you know is all and walmart walmart easy cheap quick mm. put or it on just there borrow his yeah no. borrow mine i'll bring it in tomorrow sweet perfect sold <laughs> Let me ask the wife. Yeah. They're just fun. They're fun to roll out your own dough. And, and then Honestly, cheese, Jim, cheese sticks, cheese sticks you, pulled apart, rolled in the dough. You lost me. Friday night, I'm not rolling dough. I'm not smoking anything. We're gonna You're just go, going to have some pizza. I'm going to go, go to Anthony's. I'm going to go sit down and let somebody bring me the damn pizza. Hey, yeah. hey what did we just talk about? Hard work makes it better. That yep. pizza is going to yeah. be some hard work. Yep. It'll I'll, be better than Anthony's. I'll roll some dough on Saturday. <laughs> I'm not rolling dough on Friday. Man, Friday night when I get home, there ain't a lot happening. But it's pretty cool. My my wife is meeting her birth brother for the first time Friday. Wow. Yeah. Well, so a big day pretty, for her. Pretty exciting. We're uh, flying him in from California, and he's going to spend a weekend from us. Uh, by the way, I'm taking Monday off. Uh, because his flight doesn't leave until Monday afternoon, I'm gonna take him to the range. So yeah, we're excited nice. to show him a good time. Yeah, good, yep. very cool, awesome. So you don't know the guy, and you're having him shoot standing next to you. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. Anybody I've ever taught to shoot guns, I never knew. <laughs> <laughs> like at least like eight to ten strangers, right? Or five to ten strangers. Yeah, there's you? been a few that made me nervous. Yeah. My wife was one of them. I married her. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. We got uh, safety topics. <laughs> I I would have to mention the overweight permits. Okay, you know, yeah, of course. I, you know, if that's where you're hauling them, how do you 
how do you get stopped you know at the speeds on the interstate all that all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. that you're not supposed to supposed to be doing hard on the truck mm -hmm. you know our trucks were were never designed for that but we try to use that um, to help you guys out help us as a company and help the customer out they're supposed to be for good and and when we when we abuse them that's a, that's a safety topic yeah. you know talk about the the cameras and and following too close and the cell phones i mean i i feel jam like we we covered a lot of safety topics already in the absolutely in the podcast absolutely so you know, I, I, I can just capitalize on like everything you said jim because i just remember i mean we've been doing this so long like like when i first started driving like we were taught to put on a hundred thousand pounds and go down the interstate. I, I get it, right? man. I mean, we were so illegal. There, a permit didn't even exist, right? You know, and you were taught to go around those bumps. You were educated when a light was going to change. You were you were aware of all of these. You drove different because you were so heavy. You had to. You were taught how to drive like that, right? And uh, we don't go over that. We're like, here's a permit. You can't go down the interstate. You know, we don't do any special education. You know, now luckily we are maxed out at 92,000, you know, which is well over 30 tons on every one of our trucks because they're so flipping light, which, you know, we've chosen that number because of the integrity of the vehicle, right? It can't, that truck and trailer is not capable of hauling more than that. It is, it is physically maxed out at those numbers, you know, and, and how many times over the years have we seen you know, an end dump bust in two, something tip over coming down the canyon. Do you think those drivers were trained and educated on that? I kind of doubt it. Yeah, the big one that, that as you're talking, I'm thinking about, because everybody knows about it now, was it Highway 66? I don't, I don't know. Up north, the the excavator that hit the bridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, just recently. Just yeah. recently, like two weeks ago, three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Killed the mom and with their 10-year-old in the car. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, all because you didn't know the height of the equipment you were hauling. Right. And, and you know, I'm just going to try to use my expertise or what I've seen because i never seen the truck in any of the pictures, and I didn't dig that much. But they showed the back, the excavator, several times laying on the highway. And you guys, from, from what I know, is that excavator was rubber-tracked, and it had a dozer blade on the front of it. Those are usually really small pieces of equipment. Right. They're not a, they're, I'm going old school numbers, they're not a PC 400 excavator. They're not the, the one Scooby just moved over that we used with the brake on. If they got a blade on the front of them, they're, they're, they're a little bigger a than our skis. Yeah, yeah, mini X, bigger than our, yeah. our, you know, I don't know, backhoe yeah. a, as such. And whatever that was on to hit that bridge had to be so high and so abusive and that's the reason we're training you guys that's the reason we're trying to do this and even if you know i've said it for years even if you leave or when you do leave and i hope none of you leave we've made you more successful to go to your next job to your next career it doesn't even have to be trucking if you've learned to hold yourselves accountable here you will hold yourselves accountable in other places, yep. in your marriages, with your kids, yep. with your friends. Yep. You live the creed here, you'll live it at home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And yeah, that's not something you turn on and off. No. You know, so to me, the people that are engaged here, they're engaged everywhere. Right. The way somebody does one thing is the way they do everything. If they're Absolutely. taking shortcuts here, they're taking shortcuts at Costco. 
Yep. Not putting that cart back. They're taking shortcut on their taxes. They're taking yep. shortcut on checking the oil in their car. They're yep. taking shortcuts on everything <laughs> they do. They're not squatting deep enough. <laughs> yeah, I had I was shopping the other day with Holly doing some clothes shopping and stuff and there was like this shirt or something on the ground. You know, two or three people just walked on it or walked over and stepped over it and I was like, just because of what we talk about and how we act, I had to pick it up and hang it up. You know, it was like it was like somebody's going, calling me. You have to do this. And I'm like, shit, I got to pick that up. Yeah, I thought of you this weekend. I was going to call you and bitch at you. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that won't do any good. But I was at Lowe's right there by our house and pushed the shopping cart out. And it wasn't one of the, the like, King Super shopping carts. It was one of the flatbeds or whatever, right? Mm. And it's not the flatbed that stacks with the other flatbeds. It's the non, non the rack one. Yeah, where the you three yeah, rack there, one. There's yeah. no pushing them together, right? <laughs> they touch, but they're not connected. Yeah. When you stage them to be put away in the little cart retainer thing. Anyway, I like. I gather the stuff. I put it in the back of the car, and I turn around. And I start pushing the cart over, and I'm watching this dude like try and finagle his cart so it doesn't roll away because the little cart barn is full. And it's on a little bit of a slope, and he keeps putting it, and it just like turns, and pretty soon he just walked away, and he had it like half-assed in there, and I'm like, I gotta push this like three rows over to put it away because of Jim, because <laughs> there's no room in this car. And I'm like, I turn around, I look, and Janet and Sam, I never unlocked the car, so they couldn't get in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> the parking lot, like wheel over two rows, because that one was all empty, right? 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 That's yeah. the furthest one from. The front doors, right? And I'm just like, I could kill Jim right now, man. But he got me like 75 more steps. (laughs) I still have some work to do. The other day I was walking through my kitchen and I saw a napkin on the floor. And I was like, I bet my kid dropped that. Bella, get in here. Uh, I should have done that to Holly. Holly, did you did, did <laughs> you that drop that? Name? Pick that up. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, what was the other thing on the on the weight, Jim? You were talking about the weight, and you said something else. Uh, well, following too close cameras. I was just going over that stuff. Is yeah, that what you meant yeah, on I, the? Because yeah. you were going to capitalize on it. Everything. There, there's just looking just out the back window. Can't talk enough about all of this stuff. No. You know, you just it's just never ending. But if it's not in your ear and making you think about it. How will we be better? Right. Yeah, and I, I thought when you mentioned, you know, the weights going around the bumps and stuff, and I thought, God, how many springs did me and you replace, Dave? How many racks of springs right. did we unbolt and right. U-bolts and pound the stuff out and press the stuff in, uh, walking yeah. beam bushings? And we were really critical about going around the stuff because we had to fix it. Right. You know, we, yeah. we've got and, – and, and that's a re- part of the reason why we're so – uh, on you guys about going in and out of the driveways and doing that stuff because at some point it just wrecks the truck. Oh, it's terrible. You know, breaks the springs. It yeah. It just it just tears have stuff I, up. Have I, you guys all know I was a chaperone, right, for the swim meet in Clovis, oh, yeah. California three weeks ago or four weeks ago now as fast as time flies. Hey, did I give you guys the speed bump story, right? <laughs> no. So every pool we go to, there's two different locations, right? Well, we wound up three different locations, but... These are all pools at a whole, at a high school out there for Clovis High School. I mean, each campus we went to, it's a campus. It's like a college campus, but they're <laughs> high schools. I mean, they have these outdoor facilities that are just beyond words, every one. I mean, it's mm. unbelievable, right? Well, through the parking lot, there's multiple speed bumps, right? 
Well, everybody wants to hang out in my van because it's the coolest, right? Number one, just because I'm the cool I, dude. I heard right? it was the music you let them listen to. Right? It was. It was. Right on, James. I know you're not listening, but good music. So anyway, the other vans would be following me. And we would get to a speed bump, and I would virtually stop and just ease over the speed bump. And by the end of the trip, kids were asking me, why do you slow up for the speed bumps? And I'm like, well, because they're bumps. You, you go slow over bumps. And I'm like, why do you ask? Well, all the other drivers are just saying it kills them. They just go fast over them. And I'm like, I've had to spend my entire life fixing shit from going over bumps and hitting them so fast. The one swim mom, she's like, why do you stop at those speed bumps? And I said, because I have to repair all the things that are broken from going too fast over speed bumps. She goes, oh, I just hit them. I just blast right over them. You don't even feel them. No, but your car does. Your shock <laughs> absorbers don't like them. Yeah. Your kingpins don't like them. Your suspension doesn't like them. Your spring bushings don't like them. Your tires don't like it. Absolutely, but that's that's the the thought process of because the thing like, is, is why do you not, Dave? Right. Stop at the speed. Right. Zone. Oh man, the kids that were riding with me, they're like, "Thank you for slowing down," because when you're in the back of the van, <laughs> it's a slingshot. It is a. Sli- it's like rough, right? Because you're on uh-huh. the back side of that rear axle. It is just amplified. It is horrible. Yeah. So, there you go. I mean, it's the same thing as what we do. It translates to every part of our our lives. So, anyway, slow down over those bumps. Go around them. Especially if you have a heavy permit. Yeah. Pay attention to those lights. You have, you're 92,000 pounds and you have to stop at that light at 112th or 120th or Bromley or 6 or 8 or any of those intersections. You guys have to be looking so far ahead and realize what you're doing. Agreed. Soup, I know you got to get going here. I do. <clears throat> I do. So I've got a high road Holland. It's a little bit off the, the norm. Um, but I think Was it's it low road on. No, not at all. <laughs> not, not that far into the north. The high road doesn't go down low. I bet we'll be all right then. Um, but it is something that might ring true for folks. And just about everybody has been in this situation. We're all guilty. But um, it's something that's a valuable life lesson. And uh, let's go for it. So this week's high road, Holland, is how to ask for help. On a recent weekend, we watched our five-year-old grandson and his three-year-old brother. We picked the five-year-old up from school, and even before saying hello, he asked Grandma if she could open his water bottle. The lid is too tight. She asked if he had had any water all day, and he shook his head no, and he took a long swig. Although it might seem obvious to you, as it did to me, that he simply should have asked for help. Doing so can be much harder than it seems on the surface. That's true for adults, too. Asking for help can feel so uncomfortable that we would often rather suffer in silence or try to do everything ourselves. Many people have a strong independent streak and are often reluctant to ask for help. They impart a stoic disposition in which vulnerability and dependence on others are to be avoided. And yet the ability to ask for and obtain help is a valuable life skill. Over time, carrying a heavy load without enough support can lead to burnout, exhaustion and disengagement that results from the chronic stress of having too many demands and not enough resource. A lack of perceived social support has been associated with poor mental health, physical condition, and research suggests that every everyday acts of benevolence, which means the will to help others, can increase the well-being of both the recipient and the helper. 
The help you need at any given time might range from something relatively minor like covering a work shift or getting a ride somewhere or a word of advice or something more like help with the care of a child or financial assistance or support for a medical or mental health issue. No matter what the challenge is, recruiting help from others can save us time, effort, and provide much needed emotional support. So what to do? If, if you avoid uh, requesting help, it's important to look at any beliefs you might have that are getting in your way. These could include negative associations. You might associate help seeking with a negative view of taking a handout or think that someone is lazy if they can't do it themselves. Self-criticism. You could be your own worst critic and think that asking for help means you're incapable or weak. Concerns about how you will be perceived. You might worry that someone will think less favorably of you if you ask for help, or they might think you're stupid. Self-sacrificing. You might buy into a self-sacrificing narrative, believing that you should put the needs of others before your own. You might worry that burdening someone with your needs uh, is an issue. Overestimating the likelihood of rejection. No one is going to want to help me out. Why would they, right? So even though these types of thoughts and beliefs about asking for help are quite common, they are often inaccurate. People are likely much more willing to help than you realize. Research suggests that we tend to underestimate the likelihood of someone saying yes to a request for help. Most people feel good when they do helpful things for others and prefer to think of themselves as generous and willing to help when they can. If you fear that someone will like you less if you ask them for help, consider the opposite possibility. Maybe people will actually like you more than they've, than it, because they've done you a favor. Expressing vulnerability and openness by acknowledging that you can use help can lead to deeper connections. When people help you, they may develop a vested interest in the outcome and in you. So when you catch your mind kicking in with unhelpful reasons not to ask for help, step back, step back from your thoughts and see them for what they are, your mind's incessant chatter. So remind yourself that your thoughts aren't always accurate and you don't always have to, have to listen to them. Instead, you can let these self-critical thoughts and worries come and go without letting them run the show. Make a decision to ask for help. There might be some pros and cons, but the long-term benefits often outweigh any short-term costs. And the, the quote this week, and I, I love this quote, um, by John C. Maxwell, who is a motivational writer and speaker. Um, when your dream is bigger than you are, you only have two choices. Give up or get help. Ah. Like it. Yeah, that was a good one, Dave. Absolutely. Any other final thoughts before you go, Soup? Um, nope, not really. Um, when you're struggling, don't be afraid to ask for help. Love it. It's human nature to help someone that asks for help. It is, and it, I think it's kind of human nature to kind of think I can do it, you know, yeah. and not want to ask for help. Yeah. Kind of like the male thing about asking for directions. <laughs> I know where I'm going, but yeah. that's bullshit. You know, but that you know, I, it feels like I'm arguing with you, Dave, but that's accomplishing something, and I think there's a difference between... I need some help here and accomplishing something. And I think that's a little bit of the of the difference. You know, where yeah. we where I guess I don't know. I'm taking it to an extreme. I have a drug addiction. I need help. Can you help me? Or something like that. 
that's different than struggling through to find a location. Right. Yeah. And I think you, that's the difficult. You can accomplish both. And isn't it a great feeling when you have help and you accomplish it together? And yeah. you're like, we did oh, this right on. Yeah. You know? Certain, yeah. certain I, things you need to persevere and figure out on your own, but certain things you got to have help. Like there's projects here at JFW, if I didn't have help, I'd be in trouble. It, exactly. But if I hit you three up every time I needed to figure something out, you guys would be like, wow, Jam's pretty codependent on us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my exact point, you guys. And I guess that's what, from your deal, Dave, is it's the serious, I don't know, serious thing. When you need help, you need to ask for help. Don't be afraid you, of you that. You need to realize it. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? I, I need some help yeah. here. Yeah. And, okay. I, and I, but I can figure this out. So right. I'm not, I don't know, a burden on somebody else or right. accomplishing that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Yeah. See, there's, there's two sides to the coin and either side is, is good, right? Because when you accomplish something that you set out to do and you achieve it, you're like, I did it. Yeah. But then when you ask for help and you get it and then you achieve the goal together, that's a good feeling too. Yeah. 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 But I think my the point of this is you need to realize when you need help. So don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, you know, are we doing final thoughts? That's where we're at here. Sure. So the I, I wrote that down, you know, how to ask for help. And we just discussed, you know, asking for help, Super Dave, is that's what we're doing, Dave, and, and all of us and, and you guys. And dispatch is we're asking for help. We realize we need help. We're asking for help, but it's the response we get. Dave, you just said you thought it was human nature. We have some things around here that the low road takes over. It's not it's not helpful. Yeah. You know, it's not and we've asked. You know, we ask for help going around the bump. We ask for help of, you know, not using the overweight permit on the interstate. We ask for help not to use your cell phones. Um, we ask for help to look out the back window. We, we ask for help if we can't put you on your hardwire. We, we're asking. We've asked. And the response we're getting is not what you just read, Dave. It's not, it's not helpful. And I think you know, my final thoughts that I wrote down is that's all my vision is today. Like you said you, in, in the one line there that you have to, you have to realize what your thoughts are. And what you're struggling with, that the, that you're you you feel like you can't ask for help, right, Dave? But all I'm seeing is is the bad out there, and it's like only Wednesday in the week. I'm I'm frustrated with, you know, the 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 hard wires and the driving in and out of the driveways and and you know complaining about this and that and we can't get parts and. Um, you know, we've missed a load here and it's just, you know, we've ran in the gate post, but I can't see that we've went around the gate post. I can't see that we didn't get these parts, but we did get these parts. You know, I, I, I tried to think of something and I, and I have good things for the week that have happened. But one of the things is Thomas Morgan brought his daughter up uh, yeah. t- Tuesday night Malia. and she thanked me for the, for the birthday gift that yeah. she got. She's seven. Yeah, I think he said, cute. Oh, she was yeah. she was gorgeous. She was a doll. Yeah. She was shy and had a smile and was drinking. I think a Gatorade and her her mouth and lips were all red from the Gatorade <laughs> and just just the life of the kids, you know. And 
and and just for Thomas to bring her up and ask her to do that you know what a what a great dad and a great daughter and and you know and it's not just the thank you's not for us that thank you is for everybody here makes that possible and when we ask you for help to go around that bump not break that damn thing on your truck that bring the, that brought a birthday gift and a smile to a little girl's face right realize that think about the you know, we harped on and on that one. Think about that big pizza, that big pie. You know, that little girl got that smile and that gift because of our big pizza. Mm. And, it, you know, we're asking for help to see that. That's, that would be my thought. Yeah. Beating? I, I mean, I covered them, Jam, as far as the reiteration on the overweight permit and the looking out the back window and the... Just all of the things that to be better, to be better at your craft. It's a pleasure to see someone good at their craft. Yeah, and you know, I just have to say, sorry, Dave, if I'm interrupting no, you, man. Be- better at your craft and looking out the back window. You know, we were we were by a couple trucks uh, yesterday over at the the west yard, and uh, uh, needed a shovel for something. And I thought, oh, I'll grab one off the truck, and the truck didn't have a shovel on it, mm. and and I think the broom was broken too. Yeah, wow. Broken in half. And I was just like, "Wow, what do what do you, what does this person do if he has to clean out or or do anything?" I don't I don't know. It was I was like kind of blown away. And that's being better at your craft. We're asking for help to realize that you can't be better at your craft if you don't have your tools. You know, and, right. and we we try to supply all that. So there's just something that popped into my head, Dave. That not can't can't be good at that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my final thought this week is uh, I challenge and encourage you, if you're getting alerts on Samsara, JR sending you stuff, I challenge you to be better. I challenge you to improve. I also challenge everybody to pick an item on the creed this week that you feel like you could work on. Take that home with you as well. And uh, have a great week. Appreciate everybody listening. Oh, we got to hit the creed. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we can. we can do that, huh? Yeah, we're able to do that. Maybe it'll sound better this week. <laughs> Start it off. Sure. Together, Together we, we face and overcome all that stands before us. us. Together, we are accident-free. Together, we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together, we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together, we are the JFW family. All right. Yeah, way to go. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Be safe. Enjoy.